Let's get it off. You done jerking off over there? Yeah, I finished. That's gross. So it was the bike outfit that I'm wearing. Was it? Somebody just rang a doorbell. All right, hold up. I'll be right back. Still there? Yep. All right, it's fine. It's just anthrax. What? Don't worry about it. Okay. Welcome to the Art of the Dive Game Week 11 pod. Is that right, Jake? Game Week 11? Yeah. Feels right. like we're far in the season, but not far in the season at the same time. Yeah, it's flying. Uh... We had a pretty solid week, both Jake and I. Uh, we're finally potting. Jake made us wait again until Tuesday because he hates all of our listeners. I don't think that's really true. I, I just, you know, worked all day yesterday, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have a job, and it's really hard for you. Well, the, the hours are kind of rough, yeah. So. Jake, you chose those hours. You picked those hours. Yeah, I did, but they don't, like, go well with, like, potting with with you from the midwest like that's the only problem so if i could time travel i would you do time travel what time is it there right now it's two two in the afternoon it's four here so completely different uh okay time traveling jake at it again still sucks at fpl anyways uh let's get started with what with what's going on for this week um solid week for a lot of managers jake i think that we should probably start with this though mark wrote in uh, very serious problem. An old man was assaulted outside Jake's veterinary clinic late last night. His wallet wasn't taken, but a takeout PSL was wrenched out of his hands. Where was Jake in the early hours of the morning last night? Where were you, Jake? Oh, shit, I was at work. So you were raping old men for their PSLs? No, the funny thing is, is while I was prepping for our pod, I read this and I went on to the news and looked and then... I was like, oh, I read the second line. <laughs> I was like, oh, this isn't a real story. But like, it's oh, you, definitely, th- you thought it was legit? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not like where I work, like the safest place at night. So I thought an old man got assaulted like outside. So, yeah. Yeah, so you were like afraid, like, oh, shit, like somebody's outside hurt. Yeah. So could, that, is could really, that is really funny. Uh, FPL Sexy was mad at you this week. Um he said, tell Jake I don't know any Jakes, but I hate him the most of all Jakes. That's that really, all he said. That really hurts. I'm like a big yeah. fan of him. Yeah, he said something else, but I forgot what it was. Then he was also mad when I tweeted out that we'd be potting Tuesday. He just tweet, he just tweeted back, fucking Jake. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely my fault, to be fair. So. Yeah. Okay, well, those are the fun things out of the way. Let's get into some FPL stuff. Um so at this point in the season, um, a lot of managers have played their wild card. I, I know I saw on Twitter recently that, uh, a handful of managers that were kind of talking about trying to figure out when to use it, but most managers, I think, have played their wild card. And that said, there has been, I don't know, I think it's been hard for a lot of people to, to settle on which players exactly are the best to have in your team right now. Uh, and so 20 who changed his name, formerly FPL Pat 2.0. His name is now just 2.0. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to the next pod this week, I've decided I need to mini wild card. Mitro, Ings, Johnny, Patricio out. Arnie, success. Daughtry, Ryan in for a minus eight, yes or no. Let's hit the first part of this, and that's the idea of a mini wild card. Jake, do you like the mini wild card? So that would, that would normally mean that you have two free transfers. And then you're going to use three transfers for a minus four is generally the mini wild card, but some people will also extend that to a minus eight. What are your thoughts on that? Well, he's switching four players, so that means he only has... Oh, no, yeah, he does have two. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's an interesting thing to do. I, I mean, we've been talking about trying to avoid hits at all costs, but depending on fixtures and if your team really needs help, definitely not unreasonable although with these players i i wouldn't be so sold on making all four of these moves at once but yeah i uh 
I don't like taking hits, but the only time that I would do it would be for this kind of mini wild card situation. So I essentially I banked a transfer. I have two free transfers going into the next game week, and I have massive amounts of moves that I want to do. I've talked about this multiple times on the pod this year. I'm trying to hold transfers and bank them so that I can make two in a week. I do find that that flexibility allows me to, to put out a good lineup every week while still being able to every other week, um, make relatively big changes in the team. So for me, last year, I think I only took uh, four hits, and two of those four hits were in kind of mini wildcard situations like this. Uh, I'm a big proponent of it. I think it's a nice way to uh, distribute funds as well. So normally when you do something like this, you would be moving a bigger player. Like let's say you moved Aguero out and you wanted to move those funds. Now, 2.0 is doing a little bit differently. He's got a lot of like mid and low price guys that he wants to move around. Yeah, that's what I how I was going to say it eventually is that it's just too many lateral moves to take a minus 8. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about it. Um getting into a couple of these players. I'm a if I were to make the two moves, I definitely think Doherty should should be into his team and I think Arnie is also a good player to get into his team um although we have to kind of wait on Arnie's news I'll touch on Doherty a little bit uh seven touches in the box this last game week against Brighton had a pretty good chance that he messed up um and then he had six shots in total and four in the box that's outrageous for a defender um and there's a lot of panic with Wolves it's like They gave up four shots in total to Brighton, and they gave up just a stupid goal to Glenn Murray, which I don't want to be pissed, you know? This is a good time. It's, you know, like Halloween, soon to be Christmas, but every time I see Glenn Murray score, I'm getting really frustrated, not only because he takes, like, one shot a game, um, and everyone's, like, all on him, but then Jim, our friend, has him and just, like, rubs it in our face, so... Yeah, his statistics are atrocious. It's it's funny that Jimmy likes him because uh, Jimmy's like an advocate for the use of statistics and decision-making, uh, and then he picks Murray. Anyways, uh, why did you skip right from Halloween to uh, Christmas? You forgot about Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, Thanksgiving too. I, I never get to spend it with my family, so that's always sad, but I do like Thanksgiving. Right, because so. you don't have any family that loves you. Yeah, exactly, because of, you know, <laughs> FPL and all that stuff. So Right, nobody loves you, Jake. Yeah, it's okay. Glenn Murray would probably be like, he. can you imagine? He'd probably be the best dad for, like, carving a, tur- a turkey. Yeah, and, like, I scooping think... out mashed potatoes. He'd be so good at that. He'd be on my FPL team for that, for sure. <laughs> okay, uh, so you're saying no on this move. Well, I'm just saying, why make all four of those moves to make a minus eight when you could just maybe make two of the switches and not take a hit right now? I guess, yeah, I I guess I to me, like, why switch a goalkeeper right now? Like, Patricio, sure, he has a couple tough fixtures, but, like, then he has a couple easy fixtures. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you. I, I would not do that for a minus eight, especially if you have two bank transfers and you can make some moves to kind of sort some things out on your team. Yeah, and I'm assuming he's Pat 2.0. Yeah, nice. Well said, Jay. That's good. (laughs) I'm assuming he's switching Ings for success. It's like he's not going to play for you anyways. So, like, and Ings is starting. Sure, I I really thought he was going to get a return against Newcastle, and it's kind of disappointing he didn't. But I I don't really see the need to take a hit to switch out your 14th or 15th guy on your team. Yeah. So the idea of the mini wild card then would be if you're going to do it, it should be to move, basically move premium players or move from a premium player and divest some funds. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. That's our suggestion. Uh, Okay. Next bigger kind of uh, overarching question that we had uh, comes from Mark and he says, is it possible to scrimp on premium players by going for a much cheaper teammate or do you get what you pay for? For example, can Barkley cover Hazard, can Mane cover Sala, or can even Wilson cover Aguero for nearly half the price? So this is that age-old question we're always asking ourselves, this whole idea of like premium versus non-premium players. Uh, I think I'll just kind of start this one off, Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, generally speaking, no, you can't. Generally speaking, it's very hard to cover 
uh, players with with non-premium counterparts. That said, it's really important when you're making these comparisons to go to the statistics. I actually saw like a couple people on Twitter the other day in the FPL community ranting about how they hate stats. Uh, and I just, it was like just kind of silly to me because if you want to give yourself the best, it's just an odds game, FPL, and you want to give yourself the best chance to win. So you really should be using a variety of different statistics. Somebody actually in the thread I was reading said something like, stats only represent what has happened. They don't represent what will happen. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, nobody, Jake's the only one that can time travel. So like nobody's going to, nobody can go in the future and figure it out. We're just using, we're using that as information to make predictions. Ever heard of it? Yeah. I just, I don't know. It sounds like all these people probably like support like PETA and things, but whatever. <laughs> what? what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Nothing. That's what I mean. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense for them what? to make that statement. Whatever. I don't know. Anyway. So let's just hit those little questions. Barkley can Barkley covered hazard. No. Are we in ag- agreement there? Yeah, we. Um, I don't like agreeing uh, with you for everything on the pod, but yes, I agree. That Barkley cannot cover Hazard, nor should you expect him to. Yeah, he just can't. And part of that is just minutes, right? I mean, Hazard and and, and the role that Hazard plays. Yeah, so here's, and the position I'm, on the pitch, right, for sure. Yeah, he's just further up the pitch, and he's completely free. So here's a for those that hate stats. Uh, Hazard is in basically a free role that just allows him to drift wherever he wants, and he doesn't have to play defense. So there's something that's not statistically based necessarily that you can use. Yeah, uh, and here, wait, wait. Here's for those people who do like stats. Uh, Barkley had zero touches in the box last week. Yeah, that's definitely a concern if mold you're expecting over. him. Yeah, mull it, like mulled wine. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Uh, can Mane cover Salah? That's an interesting one because thus far he has, uh, but the XG and XA say completely otherwise. Um, and also, if you look at where Salah's playing again, Mane, we said this earlier in the year, tends to play really, really wide, and Salah continues to play pretty central uh, for Liverpool. Yeah, um, I have a little bit of stats on this later, but this is a trickier question. Um and personally, right now, I would like both in my team. Um, we'll talk about that more. But yeah, I think this could go either way. Okay. Or can even Wilson cover Aguero for nearly half the price? Um, I guess you also have that situation with Aguero where he's not playing as many minutes. Um, Wilson this year has been pretty outrageous in terms of underlying stats and FPL numbers. Thus far, Wilson has been able to cover that. I think over the course of the year, my prediction would be that 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 would not necessarily continue at the clip that it is. Um, But if you take into account the difference in price between Wilson and Aguero, you can probably get away with Wilson and then move those funds elsewhere. Yeah, I would agree. It's hard because Bournemouth haven't played very difficult fixtures. Um, nothing brought me more joy, though, was to see Aguero subbed off after having a great chance this week against Spurs and hitting it right at Lloris. Um, Aguero's been a really hard player for me because I like him and he creates a lot of chances. For those of us that don't like stats, he plays on the best team in the league and <laughs> passes the eye test. And for those of us that do like stats, he has really high XG the same as Wilson, though, pretty much. Um, so this is like a to-be-determined, but for the first 11 or 10 game weeks of the season, yes, Wilson covered Aguero, and it would have behooved you to have Wilson on your team instead of Aguero. For those that don't like stats, Aguero <laughs> plays on a good team. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's what I mean. I... <laughs> like, how do you, what do you do if you don't like stats? I guess it's a really easy week for you, you know? Yeah. Or do you just watch a ton of film? Yeah, you just make a lot of bad choices. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, let's, get into, uh, let's get into our game weeks then. Uh, both of us, super green, right, Jake? Yeah, super green. What did you uh, finish on for points? 84 points. Damn. So, yeah. That's really good. So who were your big performers? Um, Big performers were Salah and Mane and Captain Salah. It wouldn't have mattered who I captained, interestingly enough, which we kind of just talked about. And yep. then Frazier and Alonzo also got me 11 apiece. 
my only other clean was Laporte. Um, and my forward line has just been atrocious. Like it, I was worried about Hazard. Um, so, you know, I, I have a deep team, which is nice. All 15 of my players are, are basically starters with, you know, some rotation risks. Um, but, the, you know, I just missed out on forwards so far this week. I've had Wilson when he hasn't returned. Then I don't have him when he does. I, same for Mitrovic, same for Arnie. So that's been frustrating. Yeah. Tough for you. Tough for you. Yeah, I shed a little tear every every time. Um, Good. So I'm happy you told the listeners that. Now everyone can smile when you're unsuccessful, knowing <laughs> that you're crying. Yeah. Uh, also, my transfer, which uh, I'm like not very thrilled about it. I I brought in Schurler for Richarlison, so I would have gotten more points had I just kept Richarlison. Yeah. I don't want Richarlison moving forward, so. I'm not completely you, upset about it, but did you ask me about the whole Shura thing? Yeah, uh, I may have. And, what did uh, I say? I'm just wondering. I don't remember. Yeah, you said don't do it. So. Yeah, here's the a problem. Bad, it's though, a bad too. move because it's a bad move. The other two players I was strongly considering were Pereira and Barkley, and it's like those players maybe would have been better choices this week. But you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. It probably would have just been better to hold. But Richarlison's yeah. stats are really poor, even though he's playing in that advanced role. I just, I don't think he's yeah. a good player to continue to have. Yeah, it's pretty frustrating how bad he's been. Uh, but got that dime this week, so I was happy with that. Yeah. What about you? Uh, uh, my week was great. Um, so I finished on 79 points. Um, so I'd lost you in our head-to-head, but I'm okay with that. Green arrows all around otherwise. Um, the average one top K points was 70 and average overall was i think 57 so to score 79 was quite good uh green arrowed up to what am i up to uh about 20 2800 in the world so that's pretty solid i'm happy with that and in terms of like player performance similar boat for me sala captain um alonzo and laporte with cleans um i did have wilson which was really helpful um, so he had a 13-point haul, and then I also had Sterling and Richarlison with assists in the match. Um, so yeah, I, I'm doing okay. I'm a little nervous my bench, so um, Hol- Holberg, Holgeberg, um did not play. He was sick. Uh, Hazard, back injury, Robertson rested, so I had just enough players to put out 11, so that was good. Uh, but yeah, going forward, I'm pretty happy with the team. Um, I've got some some good plans moving forward here, and and I'm excited. Hopefully, I can keep moving up. All right. So I have to just ask you, and uh, you know, I'm kind of bragging for you here. But last year, okay. did you get above two thousand? Like I overall, did. you did. I did. Okay. Yeah. Because that's. I, a, got... I mean, you're in like the top half percent of like FPL. So yeah. Last year, crazy. my my highest last year, I got to uh, one twenty two in the world oh, after gosh, right. uh, game week twenty two or game week 24 game week 24 and then i basically went red arrows for i think i red arrowed like nine out of the last 12 weeks uh yeah, and, and like finished. the three weeks that you didn't red arrow we didn't pot so yeah 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 that was that's what happened last year yeah uh and i finished uh like around fourteen thousand something so it was a great finish a little frustrating that i didn't close out a little better but i was slow to react last year like to good players i i was really complacent with where my team was and super conservative and uh it just it bit me in the end so i won't i won't make that mistake twice yeah. Okay, let's look at the League Dive leaderboard. Uh, top 10. A uh, couple new guys, so I'll, I'll read everybody off. Uh, Neil Kura, uh, Guadam, I cannot say that last name. Ben Thompson, Arnie, Maris Haugen, James Richard at 6, Matt Williamson 5, Freepe Pearson 4, Marco at 3, Jordan Pierce at 2, and Matt Frisky, the Quixote Kid, at number one, seriously, who is this guy? He's ranked uh, eighty-seven right now. In the I world. know, I just checked that God. before our pod. I was like, "How is oh he's, my God. he's not even like clo- you're not close to him." I was like, yeah. "He's got to be top one hundred in the world." And sure not, enough, so not even close. Uh, where are you ranked right now? Uh, I moved up a lot, which feels good. Um, overall, I am. Oh, I'm currently on your team. I th- I'm like 
under 500,000. So, okay, that's good. Yeah. We have a new addition, new team team change name change in the uh in the league. Uh a team called Jake has ED. Yeah, I saw that. I It's an interesting you know, it's team frustrating name. cuz I've been really <laughs> trying to pass that team um and they actually outperformed me this week by I think like 2 points, which is yeah. disheartening. So all right. Well, everybody stay, stay engaged. We appreciate it. Uh, we've, we've had a lot of good interactions on Twitter about, about the, uh, the leaderboard and about the pod. So appreciate that. Um, some little just tidbits about some things. Um, shout out to FPL Lane for all the Twitter love lately on Twitter, Jake. I know that you're afraid of it, but, um, a lot of people like in the FPL community are, are just joining are looking for podcasts. It's kind of one of the reasons some people get involved and Twitter is one of the ways we, get our stuff out there uh and ian fpl ian has been a real bro lately like probably in the last two weeks has reached out to multiple people that are looking for a podcast and has uh has thrown our name out so that's that's nice of him to do that we yeah it's cool nice of him so uh and then the only other thing to just keep in mind are uh there are some midweek cup games that was another thing i had under tid bits just to keep in mind so check out who starts there and make sure there's no injuries hold your transfers if you can let's get into the game week jake um we've just got a couple topics we're just going to spend about 10 minutes on them here um and i think the first one that a lot of people were talking about uh is chelsea and alonzo so alonzo uh did finish with kind of an absurd assist in the match he received the ball back to goal right at the end of the game apparently fpl official counted it as a shot he backheeled it like as a shot it bounced off and deflected off a player and ended up at rlc's feet who banged it home for a dime for alonzo there's been a lot of argument on twitter about like should i hold alonzo should i get rid of him um i guess i'm just gonna throw my two cents out there and then you can say what you want jake i he doesn't get it as forward there's no question about that it, there's this there's this argument that a lot of people are saying like oh you know it doesn't matter if he gets forward or it does matter if he gets forward or he is getting forward or he's not getting forward it doesn't matter he's not he's not getting forward as much and if you watch the games it's very apparent i don't know that there was one one more than one or two times the entire match where he like overlapped a winger and got nice and wide or even underlapped and like got into the box there was maybe like two or three times the whole whole game. I don't think he completed a cross, and I think the only shot that he had was that deflected ball that ended up at RLC's feet. That said, I still think he's a good good pick. Uh, I think he's going to have free kick opportunities. I think there will be games when he does get more forward, uh, and I think that Chelsea's defense is really really good. He will continue to get clean sheets. Yeah, I agree with that overall. I think there's two ways to approach it. One. If you've had him on your team since the beginning, you paid a pretty decent price for him. He's the second leading scorer in FPL. Not defenders, not in the last whatever game weeks. Overall, second place, three points behind Hazard. Just think about it. He doesn't cost anywhere near what a lot of guys cost. Like, everyone wants goals. Well, you have a forward who scores a goal. It's the same as him getting a clean sheet. And, the you know, most forwards aren't going to score more than 18 goals a season. But Chelsea, for sure, will probably have around 15 to 18 clean sheets. So Yeah, that's um, a good, really good point as well. Yeah, yeah, he's it's, it's disheartening that he's not getting forward as much. But I still like him. And I will say if I didn't have him on my team and I'm wild carding or looking to bring in defenders, I do think like Mendy, Laporte... Even like maybe like a Van Dyke would be a better choice because they're probably going to get the same amount of returns as Alonso the rest of the year if he continues to play this way. Um, and they're cheaper and they also play on teams that are just as good defensively, if not. And I, I think so. I think Liverpool and City are better. So if you're going to take the approach hey, I need to get a defender in, yeah, save the extra money, go with double city, double Liverpool, or triple city and one Liverpool, and then maybe bring in, like, or have Doherty, maybe one other defender that you're rotating. But, yeah. I think if you have him, you keep him, because if you get rid of him, you're not going to bring him back in your team. Yeah, that's the issue. He's just expensive. So it's it's hard in terms of, like, 
how most people's teams are structured to get him back in if you were to drop him now. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, I put on here, LOL at Arsenal. Yeah. It's a disappointing. The run had to come to an end, and, you know, of course it would come to a bottom table team away from home as expected for Arsenal. So Yeah, it totally makes sense. Uh, I just wanted to say that to upset you. Okay, how about uh, Fraser and, and Wilson? We talked a little bit about Wilson already. How about um, the little box? Is he Scottish? The little box Scottish man? Yeah, the little Fraser? Scottish messy. Yeah, mini mini messy. Uh, what are, do you, you have him on your team, don't you? Yeah, I've had him. Um, he's been fantastic. He's yeah. a good player. Like stats, for those of you like who like stats, he his stats are unbelievable. For you, for the for those of you who don't like stats, uh, he's good. So <laughs> I, <laughs> there's a lot of good talk. At soccer. There's a lot of talk about Bournemouth fixtures changing, and even some of our guys in our league um, who all had green arrows this week, they're like really worried about Bournemouth. And I'm in the I'm in the camp. There uh, it is. There it is. Once once a pot at least. Yeah. They don't have that terrible of fixtures because if you think about it. Three of their next five are at home, and it's Arsenal, Huddersfield. Well, Man, I'll go in order. Man United, and then at Newcastle, at home to Arsenal, away to Man City, and then at home to Huddersfield. It's really not that bad. It, it gets it's, a little bit trickier after that, sure, but like I'm holding those guys. Those like Arsenal is not a good defensive team, as we just saw. No. Man United are not that good of a defensive team either, so I'm just not that scared right now. Yeah, actually, the Newcastle match away is probably harder. Yeah, I than agree. like the Man United game or Arsenal game at home. That's what I think. And obviously, the City game away is literally the depths of hell for any team. But uh, yeah, and then Huddersfield after that. I I agree with you. I don't think that there's any point in like moving them. You probably have trouble on other parts of your team. They're both great offensive picks. Uh, and I think that even against the bigger sides, Bournemouth will find ways to create chances. I think that they'll probably get smashed, but uh, they'll find ways to create chances. Yeah, I think their offense is better than their defense. So I'm, you think? I, I, I guess I know. So, yeah. um, And also consider that we do get another wild card opportunity. Not saying you want to use it that soon, but that starts after game week 16, which this is five game weeks. It would, it would get you there. So... Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, you wanted to get a little bit into this whole Mane Sala discussion. I think that now is probably the time to do that. Um, managers are asking that question, right? Like, can Mane cover Sala? Just because, I don't know, it just seems like so much, and there's so many players that are performing and outputting FPL points this year. I personally am going to be sticking with Sala, but do you have an argument otherwise? Yeah, so if you look at the advanced stats... Um, shots per 90, Sala basically almost doubles almost doubles up Mane, 4.2 to 2.5 per game. Key passes, he basically doubles up Mane, 2.1 to 1.2. Um, and then XG, he almost doubles up Mane again. But then when you look at the actual returns, Mane has one more goal and three less assists. But, so that's nine points. He has nine more bonus points, so that basically mm-hmm. cancels out. So, yeah, it's hard. I think that Mane takes a lot less shots, but he has a better conversion rate. I would be very scared to expect Mane to continue at this clip. I think he played an uh, okay game against Cardiff, and he took his chance as well, but I would much rather have Salah moving forward, and you do have to pay the extra price to do it, but... I don't. I don't see Mane keeping up this pace, and I yeah, think Salah has the chance to explode. Still, I'd go as far as to say that Mane's place in the team is at risk. I, I think that he has been really poor the last few games for them. He loses the ball a lot. I actually saw somebody tweeted a, a tweet that for a moment I was like shaking my head, but then I was like, wait a second, maybe that's right. He tweeted. Uh, Mane has the same touch as Lukaku. He just gets away with it because he's so much more athletic. And I was thinking about it for a minute. I was like, yeah, Mane loses the ball a lot. He miscontrols a lot of balls. He mispasses a lot of balls. And Shakiri has been so good, just electric for Liverpool. I could almost see like Shakiri starting to take some minutes from him. 
Yeah, I'm actually surprised Shakiri hasn't done more. And even Firmino, just like I think Firmino's oh, role yeah. is He's so been... much more cemented because of where he is, and that's a hard right. position to play. But he right. hasn't looked that good. No, he's looked terrible, in fact. But but yeah, you're right. The issue is the way he he's willing to sacrifice his own personal stats to you know to play that role where he drops deep into the midfield and is picking balls up for him. But but yeah, Shakiri's just been so good. I could see him starting to take minutes there. Yeah, I think the bigger question is if you do have Mane, do you go up or down? Uh, and I think it just depends on what type of team you have. So, or do you just hold? Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Yeah, that's I'm. A tough I mean, one. I'm holding him for sure against Arsenal and then Fulham. Like, there's no yeah. question about it. The only thing that could really ruin that is if he doesn't play. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, how about the last person I think to kind of uh, stand out performance would be Martial to talk about. Um, you had pulled some stats on him. Yeah, so he has six shots and four in the box in his last four game weeks. So not absurdly high, but he is converting very well, which he he tends to do. I really wish, I mean, besides the point, but I wish Arsenal would have grabbed him um, and not let him go to Man United, which is disappointing. Um, Four goals and should be two assists if Pogba could not take a 50-yard run up to a penalty kick and then miss. (laughs) Um He's ninth in the midfield for goal, like um, goals in like involvement um, over the last four game weeks, which is pretty high compared to his price. And then three of the players ahead of him, I just put on here. Um, this is using UK Football Scout, which I think is a pretty good website. They're not exactly the same stats as Understat, but pretty similar. Um, okay. Milivojevic and Pogba are ahead of him because they take PKs, so. Cross those players off the list, so then yeah. he's seventh. And then, honestly, I just wanted to give a shout for this player. Siggy is number one of all the midfielders. Wow. He's an interesting differential that I'm not saying I'm going to go with him, but I think we need to take a more detailed look at Siggy moving hmm. forward for the rest of the year. But uh, and just to be clear, so the stat you're talking about there is expected goal involvement and expected. He- Expected goal yeah. involvement is expected goals plus expected assists, correct? Yeah, it's a balance of both. So okay. it it takes into account both, not xg and xa separate, but like I don't I don't honestly know no, that, how they do the calculation. XG, I think but. I think xgi is just the, those two numbers added added together. Yes. Yeah, it's so. just it's those two numbers. Okay. Uh, cool. That's good. Um, all right. I guess that's all we have for the game week. Um. We're going to take a short break. Oh, before our break, Jake, I wrote an ad for us that we can get sponsored by Starbucks. Oh, nice. Yeah, I figure we we shout PSL so often that we should probably be getting paid like a lot of money. So um, I'm going to pitch it here. People can let us know if and forward it on to Starbucks if they think that um, we should get paid. Deal? Deal. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Do you love coffee drinks? Do you want to look cool on Instagram? Do you want to develop an addiction which leads to you stealing money from your family and stabbing random strangers in the street for their wallets? Do you take minus 80s and FPL? If you answered yes to any of these, and we know you answered yes to all, then stop by Starbucks for a pumpkin spice latte. What is a PSL, you ask? Imagine an average cup of coffee snorted three pounds of sugar and then fucked a pumpkin pie to death. The resulting mayhem is then blended and poured into an oversized cup with your name misspelled on it. PSLs and all things associated, endorsed by famous FPL personality Jake of the Art of the Dive. How was that? Sign us up. I mean, Starbucks (laughs) has to just, oh my gosh, we should get free PSLs for at least every October month for the rest of our life. Just for October? Well, I'm thinking every month, but I mean that might be a little bit hard for them. They'd probably lose a lot of money. So I can honestly say that I've never had a pumpkin spice latte. Hmm. Well, you'll have to try it because I mean it's basically exactly like what you described. So <laughs> an average cup of coffee after snorting three pounds of sugar, fucking a pumpkin pie to death. <laughs> yep. Who doesn't <laughs> want that? So. <laughs> Okay, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have a bunch of questions from listeners. Uh, We'll do captain shouts and talk plans for the week. Stay tuned. We're back. 
had to give Jake a minute to uh, debonify after picturing a cup of coffee having sex with a pumpkin pie. Jake, you good over there now? Yeah, I'm in a much better place. Yeah, did you finish? Drinking my PSL or... Yeah, both. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, okay, yeah. All right, we got some uh, listener questions here that we're going to hit up for the upcoming game week. FPL Narwhal wrote in, what do uh, what to do with Leicester players, with Vardy and Madison specifically? So uh, before we started the second half of the pod here, Jake said he thinks this is the hardest question to answer, and I can I kind of agree with him. I mean, Leicester have a, a pretty decent run of fixtures. Well, a very decent run of fixtures coming up. Cardiff, Burnley, Brighton, Watford, Fulham in their next five matches. So, so really good uh, fixtures coming up. Statistically, both of these players are are doing decent. Um, Vardy didn't start the last game because his wife um, like liked something about Puel being a bad coach, which is hilarious. Uh, but he came on later. Vardy's XG is super high. Uh, so I guess let's just start talking with him. Is he a player that you would hang on to Jake or would you be moving on? I would have a harder time holding on to Vardy than Madison cause he costs so much more, but I would not get rid of him with this run of fixtures unless my, I don't know. Even if my team was completely set, I think I would have to hold him for these next five or six game weeks. Yeah, my the concerning number for me for Vardy is his shots per 90 at 3.17. For me, that's pretty low for, for a striker that you're paying, you know, $9 million or whatever he costs uh, for. Um, that said, he's actually, his XG is higher than the number of goals he has. He has an XG of 4.39, and he only has three goals right now, meaning that he's had some good chances to potentially score that he's just not finished. Um, I guess I'm kind of with you, unless... There was really nothing to do else to do with my team. I'd probably be holding him. Um, I, I don't know. I I guess that's all I have to say about that. The hard thing for me too is I don't really like any of the more expensive options. So you're gonna have to drop pretty far. And you know the question is who are your other strikers? To me, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's a little bit risky to go to Wilson because of what we talked about. Like they both have good fixtures for five weeks, so but Vardy's are obviously better. Um, so I would I would hold, and then I'll I'll sh- do the Madison one. I think you I think you hold him. Um, I know you're not a big fan, but he's a key cog to this team and does a lot and is on a lot of set pieces, and he just seems to kind of tick along. And yeah, he's gonna have blank game weeks because you're you're paying for a seven million midfielder he's not as good as sala or mane or hazard or sterling so he's not gonna do as well but again you have this player on your team because right now he's got a good run of fixtures and he is very involved so i would be more inclined to hold on to him but yeah i have i will admit i've watched the last two lester matches and madison has had opportunities for assists in uh, both of them multiple opportunities uh one ball being headed off the post um one shot being completely whiffed a player just missed it he's had chances to get assists um and so i guess yeah i'd probably be holding both players i wouldn't be looking to move either of them out i think he's he should just go to a different team soon so that's what i'm hoping but yeah you do hope that don't you yeah maybe like a red red and white team like arsenal so (laughs) okay uh all right, I'm going to I'm going to move on here cuz that's not something that we're going to have a conversation about. Um so somebody did, we don't normally do this on the pod. Sometimes people will like send us pictures of their team and ask like what we should we should do or what we would do with their team. Um so I just thought we'd like break one down really quickly. Normally I just handle this on Twitter, but I was like bored and just copied and pasted it into our little into our little sheet here. So, Ida Mayan, uh, who would you aim to trade out first, Wilson or Fraser? Who would be suitable replacements? So, personally, I mean, we already talked about this. So, Jake and I both think that Wilson and Fraser are both players to hang on to. But um, if you had to get one out first, Jake, which one would you let go? Ugh, do I have to answer this? Because there's like two or three other things I'd rather do with this guy's team. But, all right, um... Uh, I think 
I would get rid of Frazier because I think his points will dry up more. You, He's not, like, besides his hat trick, he hasn't scored any goals, and I think he is going to get less chances to get assists because they're playing tougher competition. Mm-hmm. So to me, there's probably more lateral guys that you could go to in that midfield that may be better. Barkley's risky, but he's a consideration. Pereira's not a bad choice. If you can swing maybe a little bit more money, you can probably go up to like Madison. But but again, those all feel like very lateral switches where like to me, I don't really like Bellerin on the team, on this guy's team. And I really don't think Mitrovic is going to be that good moving forward for a lot of game weeks. So. That wasn't the question, Jake. Okay, fine. Whatever. Go ahead. What do you think? No, I'm with you. Frazier would would go i think because wilson also there's a good chance that he's going to be on penalties now that he converted his last one yeah um so so i just think frazier is probably the, the way that, that you go there okay fpl patty is rlc worth getting i have Mane. do i need sala uh do i keep faith with doherty uh so we answered a couple of those questions already we talked about Mane sala we've talked about wolves a little bit and we'll get into it in the next question a little bit more how about RLC? Any chance, Jake? Uh, no. Sorry, RCL. Why do you say RCL? RCL. Who's RCL? I think he meant RLC, didn't he? I would assume. I don't know an RCL. RCL. I hope it's somebody that we just don't know who's like really good, and FPL Patty's got a good peg on him right now. Yeah, he just knows. Like I figure he means RLC, but but no, don't get RLC. That's dumb. Uh, oh, great question from Bobby Wa- uh, Love, and this covers uh, Wolves as well, so we can talk a little bit about them. Are Wolves attacking assets still worth considering? Also, my name is real. Had a good laugh at the pod last week. So Bobby Love, uh, do you remember last week we were thinking maybe it was a fake name? Yeah, yeah. It's a real name. That's awesome. Dude, he must... Gosh, he just must have his life made. Like I imagine that he's he has to have a sports car, right? Yeah, I would imagine that. Probably like a mansion too. I I help mansion, or I was thinking like maybe like a penthouse on top of a big yeah. apartment building. Yeah, you're right. It's more of a he's a penthouse guy. Bobby Love. Yeah. So. Okay. Good. Uh, wolves attacking assets. I does anyone have wolves attacking assets? Yeah, I don't. I don't know where that question's coming from. So Bobby, come on, man! You're supposed to be in a penthouse. You're over here asking us about wolves attacking us. That's like that's definitely like living in a van by the river kind of question there. <laughs> yeah, that's a good it's comparison. Not, I like how you did that there. Yeah, that so. is not a penthouse question right there. But here's a big question that I did want to get into, and um, City is a, a team that's been really tough is always really tough to pick who the, the the premium players are from that squad uh but bud asks us about de bruyne uh 5.2 ownership is it too early to get him people always said they were gonna get him in for the cheap he's now up to 9.8 so he did price rise once uh do you think he'll be rotating as much as other city mids uh, and then we have another question fpl fantasy phenom says bilva most likely to start missing out for kdb do you think so we can kind of combine these together um de bruyne jake did you get a chance to watch the match yesterday i did a little bit um don't tell anybody but i was watching in between working um he didn't he looked a little bit uh off much like i expected him to he seemed to me need... do you hear that sound yeah what's that sound me typing an email to your boss. Done. Oh, God. Yeah, well, more time for FPL, I guess. You're over here killing dogs <laughs> oh my gosh. in exchange for watching an FPL match. Yeah, it was quite the game. The field looked beautiful. Is all yeah, we should probably say. continue to play NFL games before every single EPL match. Yeah, it's going to make it wonderful. <laughs> Just American um, football matches out there all the time. They should do horse racing on the field as well. That would probably also be good. Yeah, and maybe like chipping and driving practice. Yeah, um, right. They can do that in the goal box, like in the mouth of the goal. <laughs> God, um, what? That was just atrocious. Anyways, continue with your thoughts on KDB. So, yeah, he just didn't look that game ready yet. So I do think it's too early to answer the question right off the bat. It's a really big risk, and you're paying a lot of money for a player that you're probably not going to captain. Um 
And then, but is he is he like is he cheap enough that like at nine point I know nine point eight's a lot, but but is he at that price range where it's like okay he's not like super premium, but he's he's you know what I mean like he's high enough up there. It's okay if I don't captain him because I was talking about that last week. I was I'm having that issue having Sterling in my team. I I on my wild card brought him in thinking it was the best move, but then I'm looking at my team now and I'm thinking I have three premium premium players and my rule is always to only have two is de bruyne cheap enough at that like sub 10 price uh, the question is is he gonna be n- nailed on that team and i i don't think so yeah. i think that he's still at a rotation risk i really think that pep will rotate de bruyne just as much as he usually does with his other players maybe not toward the end of the season but we're talking about right now so yeah, so the the issue between the difference between last year and this year is that Bilva has been moved from kind of a winger that he played last year into his more natural central midfield role, uh, which adds one extra player to compete with in the central midfield. Um, so that that is going to be a problem. And apparently, Gundogi also back training this week. So um, now you have a lot of competition through the midfield. You know, the other part of that question was from uh, Fantasy phenom bilva most likely to start missing out for kdb do you think and and i just think it's probably going to be pretty evenly split don't you yeah that's exactly how i feel i think you know dilva is just as likely to miss out so it's like hard for me to want any of those players and like thinking about it more in detail and shout out to fml fpl but if you go with two or three city defenders if you look at their scores throughout the whole season so far you know i'll pull it up so i'm completely correct and not missing numbers but ederson 57 points uh laporte 54 mendy 53 and he's missed three games um and then you look at their midfielders sterling 56 silva 44 Aguero 60 it's like it's just as good to have a defender and they're so much cheaper I don't like City attacking assets with how much they get rotated like I don't care how well they do in one game when they're missing a game every four games it's really hard to pay that much money for them yeah I guess we'll see I so I I want a City attacker still just because the pure number of FPL points that they score but um but I guess I do see what you're saying. You, the, the issue is then you do have to have know that you have bench coverage in case they they don't play. Yeah, you have to have bench coverage. And the, the thing is, is like, yes, if other players don't keep up their scoring potential, like if, you know, Pereira can't keep scoring or Frazier can't keep scoring, then yeah, it makes more sense. Or if Wilson and Arnie don't keep up with Aguero, sure, but... Uh, I would be just much more inclined to have double or city man city um, defense because their yeah. their defense just looks good. Spoiler alert: somebody on this pod already has that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not me, so there you go. So who is it then? It's definitely you, and that's why you are in the top five percent. So that's or, excuse a me, lie. Top point five percent. So that's a lie. There could be another person here on the pod. Uh, I don't. Is there someone here? Nope. Okay. Uh, FPL Bug asks a good question. Barkley a good option for a, a fourth or fifth midfielder spot? And Stephen Toomey follows that up with Barkley, the PSL flavor of the week. Don't see it, but fixture difficulty rating rating is favorable, and Bournemouth Acids hit a tough run of fixtures. So I saw, I've seen that a lot of people have been moving Fraser out for Barkley because uh, they're right at that same price point. Uh, Barkley, a decent option for that fourth or fifth midfield spot. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Um, I guess if he's your fifth midfield spot, I would do it. Fourth, no. So, I think he's a good little punt. Personally, he's a punt. That's the way I would explain it. Like he could, you know, he could be subbed out and not play very much, and then you completely wasted a transfer and have to get him back out. Um. I think a lot of his potential comes when Hazard's not on the field, personally. So I don't think when Hazard's back, he's going to do as well. But he he's really performed for the, the last three games that he's played. So he's worth a punt. Yeah, so just interesting little comparison, though, like him versus Richarlison. 
he actually is averaging more shots per 90 and a better uh, XG and XA than Richarlison is. Yeah, but Richarlison's that, playing 90 I agree. every single like, game week. The Richarlison move, sure, but for Frazier, like... 11 6 and 3 in his last three game weeks so like that's just yeah. a really lateral move so i don't think i would do that yet yeah but if so it's, it's definitely Charleston, sure yeah go for it yeah so it's definitely yeah i think for fraser it is pretty lateral and maybe just stay away from that um but if if you know he's like a fourth or fifth midfielder for you it, it could be a good little punt like i don't know sorry has made some comments in like the last week that make me think that maybe he's in that side now um, and Sari is also kind of really well known for using, liking players and using the same lineups week after week after week. Um, that's why that back line hasn't changed once um, since the first game week of the season. So if if Barkley can kind of get in the good graces of Sari, I could see him being a starter at 5.8. He'll probably be the more attacking of the three central midfield players. Um, and who knows, maybe he could be maybe a little little cheeky punt punt. Yeah, I agree. The way I see it is if uh, if you brought him in and it didn't work out, you could go back to Frazier. You could also go to my boy Goodmanson or somebody like that in that similar price range who has who have very similar amounts of points on the year. God, I would stay away at Burnley at all costs, but sure. Well, he does have they're, like seven assists this year, but whatever. Yeah, they're like a dumpster fire, though. But Yeah, so is your whole life. Yeah, debatable. So You're the one that robbed an old man and killed dogs yesterday so yeah does that mean my life's a dumpster fire or does that yeah, you're mean... murdering dogs and robbing old people jake what, yeah. what what else do you want for your life to yeah. be i don't know wait, wait how did how else would we make it a dumpster fire <laughs> maybe if i was like living under a bridge too and doing those things yeah, it's know. only a matter of time the psl's gotcha you don't, you don't have a choice You'll be yeah. under a bridge in no time Okay, um, FPL Ian, I have two free transfers, and my three problem areas are Bennett because of fixtures, Fraser because of fixtures, and Mitro Pish. Uh, which two should I prioritize, and where should I go? I don't want Barkley because he has Hazard and Conte already. Go with that triple, triple Chelsea midfield. And I don't want any Evertonian. What what is that word? Ever, Everton charlatans. Oh, charlatans. That's I don't normally have to read that word, and the hooked on phonics that I did as a kid did not teach me that one. <laughs> oh um, yeah, I'll take a crack at this. So I think Bennett, you need to switch to Doherty uh, if you have the funds because he just has so much better attacking returns. Although he's probably not going to like that answer because they're keep you're keeping a Wolves and you think that their fixtures are bad, but. Uh, at home, Huddersfield away at Cardiff, not terrible. But um, if you're looking for a better fixture rating and a cheap defender, I think Duffy is a good shout. Um, Brighton gave up a billion chances to Wolves, um, but they did keep a clean sheet for what that's worth and have kept three successful clean sheets and have a pretty easy run of fixtures. Away against Everton, which is probably the toughest one. Then away against Cardiff, home Leicester, at Huddersfield, home Crystal Palace. So that would be my shout in the defense, probably. Okay, well, of those three players, which two would you focus on? Bennett, Frazier, and Mitro? Oh, yeah, to be fair. I guess um, probably Mitro and Bennett right now. So Yeah, that's what I would do as well. I, I think Mitro, you maybe look at Arnie, uh, just yeah. go in that direction. If The other thing is you, you could do the combo of like, you could focus on Mitro and Frazier, and you could say, like, okay, I'm going to move Mitro to Wilson and then go Frazier somewhere else. Um, so you still have, like, that Bournemouth attack if you want it. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I would probably be looking at Mitro, though, first, and then Bennett probably second. Uh, well, I don't know exactly. I don't. If I didn't have the funds, I don't know where I'd go with Bennett, though, because he's at 4.2 right now. So, like, you know, right? If you if you're tight on funds, you're not going to be able to go up. To, yeah, I'll to... I'll give one shout in a player that's the same price. Uh, Feminia from Watford is four point two as well. Oh, they have he? they have two yeah. easy fixtures, even though they're away. But I do like Watford's defense a little bit. Um, Newcastle and Southampton away, but then it gets pretty tough for them. Uh, they have Liverpool, Leicester away, and then Man City. So it's like a really mm. short term punt. Yeah, so. you know, yeah, those three games, yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, they're just they're just they're, yeah. they're terrible. They're like they're, yeah, they're, that's they're a dumpster fire for any defense. So <laughs> yeah, another dumpster fire reference. Is that your? So you've had camp. You know, I'm I'm in this camp. I'm in this boat. You like boats? You like dumpster fires? Those are your three favorite things? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the best thing would be like going camping and then taking a boat trip uh, with a dumpster fire on the boat. Like a that dumpster would be, fire on the boat. That would be my dream weekend with a yeah. PSL. With a so. PSL, yeah. And a hobo to give you hand jobs. Well, the last part <laughs> I wouldn't say so, but whatever. So Could be a good looking hobo. I, I guess sure yeah don't say no and you don't know the you know the details yeah you know yeah okay uh last part we you spoke to to Watford here so let's just hit on this then FPL only says thoughts on De La Feu uh ideal replacement for Frazier I didn't realize so many people want to get rid of Frazier um anyways thoughts it's on so De La hard Feu. it's like everyone's really hard on Frazier like he's I mean what is he yeah. like the one of the best midfielders so far this year cheap not expensive like but everyone hates on him they're like ah, i'm done 11 point week isn't good enough so yeah i think he's he's fourth right now in in midfield scoring yeah um and three points really... behind sala yeah i yeah. i would i want him out of my team like pronto so yeah. i i get rid of him questions. fuck him uh off. So. <laughs> where is uh where is i'm looking for the stats on de la feu right now i'm looking to pull it up, but I'm not seeing it. Where is it? Oh, there we go. Okay, uh, so he's only played in uh, in three matches this year. Um, you know, xgxa both okay. Like his, his xg per ninety is not bad. Point three four for a, a low price midfield player, and he's also averaging three shots per ninety, which is pretty solid. Um, I mean, are, are you interested in that Watford attack at all? Personally, I'm not really, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, we're talking. So we're talking super small sample size, um, and he scored a goal against Huddersfield. I'm so thrilled to get him into my team immediately. Like, no, no, it's stupid. Jake, and then Jake, go- listen, Jake. Our listeners don't need that kind of sarcasm from you. Okay, you don't need to wind them up like that. And FPO only was just asking a question. You don't need to be a dick. Okay. I'm yeah. not in. I'm not interested. Um, sure, he has like two okay fixtures, uh, both again away from home, but Newcastle and Southampton, which isn't bad. But then Liverpool, Leicester, and Man City. Like, I, even if I had nothing else to do on my team, I'm holding Frazier over the next five game weeks, and then seeing at least getting a little bit more info before I make that switch. Also, Pereira seems like a little bit more interesting than me, but he does cost more. So, yeah. Okay. Was that was that all... like PC enough to not piss off our listeners? <laughs> Is that PC enough? That's what we're all about, being PC. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that's all of our questions that we have. So I think we should just... Oh, we do have one more question, but it's under the captain section. So let's just get into that then. Captain shouts for the week. Uh, this is a tough week for captain picks uh, because there's a number of teams that are going against um, relatively porous defenses. Um, and so so we have a number of players to quickly kind of just talk about. So I think we can look at Salah, Aguero, Sterling, Haz, Arnie, um, even anyone that's playing against Fulham. Right, I think that's why you yeah. put that. I put uh, that in Garf, there as a little joke. So Garf, uh, so. yeah, you're hilarious, Jake. Uh, Garf asks, game week eleven captain and ownership is a no brainer with Aguero at home versus Southampton, right? Uh, Sixty minutes or not, he should score four. <laughs> um, what do you think? I mean, obviously, home against Southampton is an awesome fixture for City. Um, Actually, even Salah away at Arsenal is not a bad fixture because uh, Arsenal will be attacking. And who does uh, who does Hazzy has play? Uh, he has Crystal Palace. No, 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 Crystal Palace. Has Crystal right, Palace, Crystal Jake. You don't, do you, God, you're so dumb. I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry. Crystal Palace at home. So all three of those teams play really good matchups. If you could pick not your team, just any of those players that are available, who would you take? I personally would probably go with Sterling mm-hmm. right now. That's currently what I'm leaning towards as I have him on my team as well. Um, 
but dang, like, don't you think Sala or Haz could also be awesome picks? Yeah, that's the hard thing. I mean, I have both of those players, and I yeah, don't like captaining too. players away from home, but I just get so worried about Arsenal going up against Liverpool press. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, I think Arsenal's going to attack Liverpool, yeah, so that will. opens the game up. Yeah, they will. The one yes, thing that certainly. the one thing that scares me about Hazard is he just hasn't played now for a little bit. So, like, is he going to be fully back? You know, that's what's hard. Yeah, he was he was pictured in training today. Today's Tuesday, so he trained today. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, play Saturday, I believe. Um, unless they play Sunday, I didn't look at the schedule. But um, yeah, it's hard. I, I I always wrestle with that in my mind. Like, is he going to be kind of off the pace a little bit, or is he going to be super super fresh from having some time off now? I don't really know. Yeah, and the other thing too is like. I would have to look at who gives up a lot of away goals, but Crystal Palace's defense is not, I mean, I think Southampton's defense is much worse. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we know like Arsenal's defense is kind of mid table, but at home it's a little bit better. So to me, I would go more Man City. I I have a hard time with Aguero because he gets subbed off so quickly. So to answer the question, I don't think he's like a no brainer. No, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't think I would pick Aguero if I had him on my team. Here's my question for you, though: Do you, Are you worried that Sterling's going to get rotated in this game because they still have Champions League and like this is a pretty easy fixture for them? So like they could just go with like uh, you know Sane yeah. and Mahrez. So yeah. So I would. I'm. I'm going to make my decision after I see what the lineups look like with these midweek cup matches. So I think there's matches Wednesday and. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday this week. Um, So I'm going to kind of take a look at what those lineups look like. If he's not in the lineup, I would guess that he'll probably be on in the lineup on the weekend. Yeah, I think so too. So we'll have to look at um, kind of the implied odds, maybe use some odds on FPL or something, see what the bookies are looking at as well for scoring. Um, I always like to kind of get an idea for people. Well, what, what people think maybe is going to happen as well. That helps me make a pick. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, do you like what are you, what are you thinking for your team this week? I know we're running a little long, but quick uh, version. What do you what do you like? I looking told at? you this briefly. I unfortunately made a rage transfer, which was not a good idea. Uh, I was just so pissed at Mitrovic. I forgot. If he just wouldn't have gotten the yellow card, I would have been so much less likely to do this. But like, he just keeps getting no goal goal involvement. Uh, he had one penalty touch in the box. Um, or one one touch in the penalty area, um, I I switched him to Wilson, and it was a rage transfer. Um, yeah, that was it, really stupid. It wasn't necessary because he goes against Huddersfield, so they do have a decent chance to score. I think long term, I I do want Wilson on my team for the next five game weeks, so I'm not completely distraught about it. But <laughs> I probably so should have just held. I think I would have just honestly held. I do. I'm really interested in Martial. I I think if I was wildcarding, he would be in my team. He just plays in such an advanced role. Uh, but my team looks pretty good for this game week. I'll just briefly run it down. Um, Alonzo against Crystal Palace at home. Laporte, Southampton home. Doherty's the tough one. And Patricio. So I don't want to get those guys out of my team, but that's... I'm really hoping Spurs just continues to suck offensively, which could happen. Um, and then right now I have the captain armband on Haz, uh, Sala, Frazier, Mane, and Shirla. And then Arnie, which I'm excited about. Uh, I'm hoping he's done, you know, doing whatever he was doing, taking his week off. I think he off. was sick, wasn't he? Yeah, was he? Like, did he yeah. just have, you know, too big a party mm. with a lot of hot babes i don't know um and then wilson so i like my team offensively doherty and patricio are a little scary at home against spurs party with a lot of hot hobos yeah that too so you never know uh i'm not going to give you the the listeners a full breakdown of my team because no one wants to hear that because now i'm gonna have to edit out all the freaking annoying things you just said why is that annoying i think because you're just like mm, let me tell you about the players that i have and i'll talk about why they're good uh, for me whatever. no one cares jake no one likes you nothing to say you're just gonna take that i, I just i disagree so yeah okay 
Not about the no people liking me, but I think they want to know my team. So, I mean, I just whatever. had a, a big green arrow, 84 points, so whatever. But whatever. Okay, well, I didn't get to have a huge green arrow like yours, so whatever. Um, my team's looking fine. I have two transfers going into this week, looking at uh, freeing up some funds to get my boy Mendy in. Um, that's going to be my move. Uh, haven't exactly figured it all out yet, but I think that's what I'm going to be doing. Double city D is where I'm looking. Um, yeah. So that's all I'm going to do. Captain is undecided, but I'm probably leaning towards Sterling and then secondary, probably looking at has if uh, the Sterling thing doesn't work out. So I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a good game week. Get to watch it with, uh, with a bunch of, um, old college buddies back, back in, uh, back in Wisconsin. Should be good. Oh, yeah, that'll be good. So I wish I could be there. You weren't invited, though. Yeah, typical. Yeah, we don't like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Jake, quickly, where can people follow us? Um, they can follow us on Twitter at uh, DiveFPL, um, on Instagram at the or the Dive, online at DiveFPL.com. have a lot of good resources. And then Facebook. Um, and don't forget to tune in uh, listen to our pod on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Google Play, Podbead and Player FM yeah, they can find us other places as well, those are just the places that most people probably go to yeah alright, let's wrap this thing up, I'm Marco and I'm Jake, and remember you should dive